Welcome to Innocent Podcast, where we talk about all things STEM, high school, and lifestyle related. Today's topic will be exploring passions in secondary education. I'm Daniel Lee, the president for InterSTEM's Irvine Tustin chapter. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm a rising junior at Blue Valley Northwest High School in Overland Park, Kansas, and I am the chapter president for the Kansas City Area Department. Hi, I'm Benjamin Tang. Currently, I'm a sophomore at Westlake High School in Thousand Oaks, California. Hey guys, I'm Patrick. I am a junior at Sage Hill School in Newport Coast, California. Hi everyone, my name is Mary and I am the chapter president um, for San Diego and I go to Scripps Ranch High School. Before we move on to our first question, how exactly do we define our passion? I think personally a passion is defined as something you go out of your way to do. Um, in schools and stuff, a lot of things get forced upon you. A lot of different topics are forced upon you. Your parents can force you to go into extracurriculars. And there's a lot of things that kids in general are forced to do. But when you find a passion uh, in STEM or in anything, you tend to go out of your way to do it rather than being forced into doing it, which I feel like is a good discovery to make when, especially when you're in like middle school or high school, because then you can really focus in on that and potentially have that lead to a career. I feel like it's also something you want to do every day. Like, not only do you go out of your way to doing it, like when you're doing it, you're actually having a lot of fun. And I feel like that can lead to a lot of like, uh, no sleep nights where you're just doing your passion, but that's like, that's good. Not that that's actually, healthy, but <laughs> go ahead. I actually find like a big problem with like the word passion, like in today's world, we're like expected like, find like an interest that you really like and like pursue it. But like, like Daniel said, like, I think that like school like pressures you to like be put into a box, but like passion is really like an abstract idea, right? So it's basically just like a culmination of like all your experiences lead to that single interest that you really like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so kind of going on to what Patrick said, um, passions are supposed to sort of entail like a spike or an inclination towards a certain subject. And although, um, a lot of people here are into STEM. It doesn't necessarily need to be about STEM. Um, you can have art, history, English, et cetera. And I believe that the most important part though of studying this passion is um, to know what it's not. So I think that the subjects that we're passionate about should make us go like absolutely nuts, should shape your life aspirations, and it should definitely not be forced. And so just because you read your biology book and you came to like a certain subject doesn't mean that you're automatically passionate about it and that's completely okay. So it's something that usually develops over time and that you sort of know um, is meant to be in a sense. That is very true in that it's not very clear cut. It's more of a spectrum rather than uh, whether you're passionate or not because it really is a process to get actively into something enough for you to get out of your way to do it. So. I think all previously mentioned definitions are all valid. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people definitely develop a lot of interest over high school, especially when they're joining a lot of clubs, like doing a lot of activities. So I feel like passion is pretty um, murky in that sense. Since a lot of high schoolers aren't really sure of what their passions are and just have a lot of interest, they know. Could all of you talk briefly talk about some of your experiences in high school and how those may have guided towards your specific interest? Well, truthfully, I had nothing going into high school. 
I believe just by going with the flow, you know, that I could do something, but that, that didn't work. I realized pretty late, you know, around January or February last year that doing nothing really doesn't help me at all. And I guess it was already too late to join clubs by this time. So I started looking for extracurriculars, part-time jobs, that sort of thing. So my goal for the future is basically to go into a trade school or some college for civil engineering. So I started looking at this one construction company that I was pretty interested in. They were paid well, they had um, pretty um, easy hours. So I basically applied to go there. And within like a week, I was accepted, and then I started working at a house in Long Beach, California. Oh, I woke up at 6 a.m., I left at 6.30. And by getting back at 7, it was actually pretty fun. It was better than doing nothing sitting at home. So I knew that I couldn't just sit down for the rest of my life. And it definitely like pushed me in the right direction, and it made me realize how valuable STEM education is. Well, for me, I had many cousins and siblings that went into high school before me. But since I am an immigrant, um, I moved here in fourth grade. Like, I don't have that many connections with the other um, high schoolers that are um, potentially volunteering at churches or, you know, something like that. So for me, going to high school, I was like, that's that, you know, I'm going to do music four years, marching band, get drum major. But, um, you know, life doesn't always go in the direction you expect it. Um, for me, um, the climate section actually has a lot of better leaders than me. So I didn't think that I had a chance to go into music for the next three years. That's why I quit it. Um, from my next step, I just tried out a lot of clubs and stuck to a few. And I feel like that really helped me. I feel like when exploring uh, specific passions in high school education, a big help is definitely the club system that is present in most schools where they have a variety of different clubs that attend to a variety of different topics that you can explore in order to explore those passions. Uh, personally, since middle school, not even until like from middle school and high school, probably one of the biggest contributors to my growth of a passion towards STEM was the Science Olympiad clubs and Science Olympiad events. And what that did was that gave me a great environment to develop my passion for STEM in, and it allowed me to meet so many great people. And it generally just helped a lot in developing my own passion. And I think that applies to most clubs that attend to a certain topic. And I feel like definitely the development of more of those kinds of clubs would help a lot of people explore their own passions. Yeah, like um, coming into high school, like as a freshman, I had like no idea what I wanted to do. I didn't have like any interests at all. I just really came into high school like a blank slate. And so I just wanted to try every club possible, right? I tried debate. I hated debate. I tried MUN. I didn't like MUN. I tried robotics club. I hated robotics. And, you know, I was like comparing myself to like a bunch of my other friends who like had their whole lives like planned out in front of them just like that. And I got that really led to like, I felt really lazy. I felt this had like a negative outlook on life. But then like, I remember taking uh, biology in like sophomore year. And like, after learning like all these like biological mechanisms and all that, like it just came to me, you know? So that's why like today I really enjoy like biochemistry. And like, although it's different from like all the other experiences I've had, it just really like 
after all the after everything that's happened like especially in today's pandemic like biochemistry just like comes everywhere and that's why it's like a big passion of mine so although stem always sort of had that like unique smart my, spot in my heart and it always will um my passions honestly don't really involve those long math equations or those really complicated polyatomic ions in chemistry so instead i sort of found my passions through an alternative route which started with reading history books and I had these history books, they crowded my room, and they're all sort of this, these like really cool illustrated chapter books that made me really feel like the biggest history connoisseur on this planet. And so this love for history and social science ended up carrying on to my high school life, where it didn't just remain as history, but it branched out in what I think was the best way possible. So I had some various activities regarding like social science, which then sort of flowed into activism, which is super weird, but it kind of goes to show that passions are not set in stone and they are constantly changing, at least for me. Um, so I did some various things such as be a part of my student senate in ASB where I actually could combine my uh, love for history with debate and politics. And I ended up teaching social activism classes to other historians who were my age when I first developed that same passion. Um, I also had a couple nonprofits where I would teach uh, volunteers how to tutor in various social science topics. So I got to spread that love to other people, which um, made my passion story just so much more interesting. And I developed a passion also for helping other people in these activities. And so that's sort of how I've grown as a person throughout high school. One thing just I'd like to point out, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, you can go ahead. Mine was just a comment. Okay. One thing I'd like to point out is that although we all have developed some sort of passion in either high school or middle school, I'd like to point out that that's not always the case and certainly isn't the case for a lot of people where they tend to figure out that they go into college, they finish college, and then they realize, I still don't know what I want to do with my life. And that's perfectly normal. That's perfectly fine. Um, I think what is important is that we all have to advocate for the types of activities that allow people to explore those different pathways in their lives, because then that opens them up to finding that passion. And I definitely think, again, with the high school club systems and all that, very important thing to develop. Just on that note, um, passion doesn't really have to be one thing. It can be multiple passions, and it can change all the time. Like last year, I was kind of into biology and chemistry, but when I went into my summer internship for that, um, I realized that I really, really disliked it. Um, I just looked at molecules and I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. As we described our experiences in the last question, many of us maybe had a passion that slowly developed instead of instantly clicking, and we'd like to expand on that more. Um, personally, again, I, I talked about Science Olympiad in the last question, and so that's when my passion really started taking off. But a bit earlier than that, I still had no idea what I wanted to do, and it was something that I did receive pressure from my family from, like, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to work hard at? And so it was very difficult for me to decide something very early on, since I just didn't have that much exposure to things. And I was actually taking a look at writing, and I was in a writing class, and this is where probably my first interaction with STEM occurred, where I was given 
a free prompt essay where I was allowed to write about whatever I wanted. And that was when my writing teacher actually offered up a topic that was related to STEM. And I feel like over that time, after that specific period of time, I've been getting more and more invested into STEM topics, especially biochemistry. And so I feel like that was maybe on my side, in my particular case, a bit quicker than others, but I still feel that it was a pretty gradual development into a passion that I really enjoyed today. I feel like for me, I always felt like I really, you know, I feel like I should go into STEM. So I've been looking at computer science and biology and all those common majors that you see around. I just really didn't feel like I clicked with it. Um, but I joined robotics last year and really stuck with it, even though I was doing mechanics, um, which is mainly engineering, which I didn't connect with much. I actually became the captain for it and I was uh, stuck doing a lot of like financial and like um, business side aspect of things. I felt like that really stuck with me, even though it didn't like instantly click. For me, um, I definitely had a very slow growth in terms of finding what I liked and what I didn't like. So anything is valid. I mean, you can find your interests in a day. I definitely believe in that. But most of the time, it's going to be a process in which you try out new things, you find out what you like and what you dislike. And that was super important for me because I honestly believe that there wasn't just one thing I would love. There's too much for me to learn and discover to the point where I would have to dedicate, you know, most of my time to just one like discipline. So being able to explore so many different topics and areas of my interests and having the resources to do so is something I've been very grateful to um, have done. And I really think it's important for others to do it as well. Yeah, I would say my process of finding an interest was really slow as well. Um, you know, like in high school, I have like a lot of friends who I like surround myself with and they're really like STEM oriented and all that. And I think that just really like, I don't know how to say it's like reflected in me, I guess, or like, I don't know, like just them talking about like engineering or like computer science just seemed like really cool. And like I, at my school, there's a lot of people that do like science fair projects and like just hearing about it just like really made me like really interested in the STEM. And so what I really want to like point out is that it wasn't because like I took the initiative, it was more of my surroundings and like how, what I experienced that basically led to my interest in biochemistry. Yeah, and I think that's super important to look at others and look at other examples. Um, for me, I was able to combine STEM, which was actually a subject I wasn't very comfortable with, with writing through InterSTEM, um, becoming a blog writer and writing a bunch of articles about various STEM topics sort of got me out of my comfort zone or got me out of my comfort zone, but in a really beneficial way. So I have been able to combine my longtime love for writing with um, certain subjects such as psychology, biology, um, astronomy, and fuse them together to perform something that I honestly love doing. Yeah, like yeah. going back to that. Oh, you want to go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay, like going back to that, I think Interstem like really provided like a good outlet for me to um, delve deeper into the topics that I really like. 
like not just like on the surface level like i was able to con like connect like writing and stem together and like maybe i think i like writing as well you know it's just really like a culmination of all the experiences that i've ever had that really leads me like really helped me find what i really enjoy in life i mean even if you don't have the environment or you don't have the head start um before other people i feel like the internet is a great place to explore your interests and for example youtube even though you might be watching like random videos on it there's a lot of educational and discussion videos especially like college lectures like they're on there too so i feel like the internet is a great place for you to explore your interests as well this isn't an experience that i personally had but generally i feel like with a lot of the people i know and a lot with a lot of my friends they still haven't discovered a passion but they are all slowly working up to one where some people are gradually starting to get more involved with extracurriculars that they previously weren't uh like i've been recently going around and trying to recruit people into science olympiad because generally i just don't see as much investment in that and i feel like it'd be a great opportunity for a lot of people and so going around and checking in with all these people i can see that there's actually a small seed of passion that they just haven't had the opportunity to grow in a club or in an environment that would be good for them. So I feel like definitely in high school, a lot of people are still in the process of developing and it's, it's getting there for a lot of people. Even though we've been talking about a lot of our interests in high school, did anyone have an interest that stemmed from their childhoods? So for me, it wasn't necessarily um, an interest, but rather just like a problem almost. So having English as my second language, it was sort of difficult for me to fit in that like typical American like lifestyle agenda, etc. So um, I sort of took my struggles and used those to try to help other individuals who may be going through the same thing I went through. So it was not really having a passion starting in my childhood, but rather taking my experiences from my childhood and using them to benefit others, which has become a really strong point for me. I feel like personally, uh, when it comes to STEM as a passion for me, um, generally started off when I was in elementary school and maybe even before that, where I kind of took a look at all these different elements of nature and I thought, it's kind of cool how this one specific thing works. And this applies to a lot of things that I ended up learning during elementary school. Um, when I was first introduced to the concept of DNA, it was the coolest thing to me as like a third grader, even though I understood none of it. Um, and then further on, when I learned about like atoms and the periodic table, that was also extremely interesting to me. And uh, this kind of a tangent, not sure if you guys have all heard it. It's pretty popular, actually. The, there was a song that was published that was like just listing off all the elements. And as a kid in like fifth grade, I went through and like listened to that song over and over just because I thought it was so interesting. So I feel like a lot of learning, a lot of these things in elementary school really culminated into me joining Science Olympiad in middle school and then eventually uh, applying that into my passion in high school. For me, when I was younger, um, I didn't do much besides watching TV, but one thing I was pretty good at was art and I did sketches of um, everyday objects, and even though I'm not the best, I still tried my hardest, and I felt like that was one of my passions leading up to high school, where I joined graphic design, and I realized that I didn't really want to continue doing assignments 
that wasn't for my enjoyment before class. So uh, I feel from childhood, it could definitely influence your current interests, but it could not also. Like in my childhood, I didn't really have much of a STEM interest, but I did things like tennis and Taekwondo, which teaches a lot about like perseverance and like dedication. And that's just like a skill that you need in like any field, like STEM, like also because like in STEM, you're going to be like doing a lot of reading and a lot of like research and lab experiments and tenacity and perseverance is really important in these. Relating to the other people that I've seen, at least, I, while there is a lot of childhood influence that can go into a passion, I don't think that's necessarily the case with a lot of things. Like as a kid, I was also pretty into art, specifically drawing. And so I did a lot of drawing as a kid, was never really good at it, but you know, I was a kid. So, <laughs> so I, I did a bunch of different things. I did play tennis. I did play, I did do music. I drew, I did, I tried a bunch of things, but STEM was the only thing that really clicked for me. And that might be the case for a lot of people where they've done a lot of things in their childhood, but none of those things clicked for them. So it's not necessarily a case of, uh, you have to do something in your childhood in order to have a passion for it later, but it's definitely something that you can draw inspiration off of later in your life. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally feel that because um, when I was in elementary and middle school, I always had like a thing for legal, legal law, legal history, that sort of thing. I even had a textbook about American legal history, which was really fun. But as, as I went into high school, I started realizing maybe this isn't a thing for me. So I branched out and I found STEM. And I feel like, like instead of finding it in elementary school, it's more something that I found later, later in my uh, school career. So I, I don't necessarily believe that having a childhood experiences will definitely correlate to what you're going to do in later life. And just to restate, that's not to say that you can't draw inspiration from that childhood source of knowledge that you have, but it is to say that maybe you can draw from it, maybe you can't, but it might be a good source of uh, inspiration for a lot of people out there. Also, as a child, you might be visiting your parents' offices or what they do at work, and that might really influence you as well. For me, that didn't really stick much, but it's definitely one aspect that you can draw inspiration from. Since some of us didn't really draw that much inspiration from our childhood as to what interests we sh should pursue, what are some common extracurricular activities that everyone can do to narrow their broad interests? I feel like this isn't necessarily extracurricular, but as mentioned before, the internet is a great resource. Um, and when you're looking at a broad topic that you really want to narrow down, it's really useful, especially, well, coming from a STEM perspective, it's useful to go on the internet and search for subtopics within that broad topic. Like in terms of bioengineering or biochemistry, you could definitely go and look up uh, CRISPR proteins and how they've developed that, how they've made mechanisms to change one base in a strand of DNA based on uh, DNA recognition. So. Stuff like that, just ge generally going onto the internet and searching up for the specifics, I feel like is definitely a key step that you'd want to take in any passion because that really allows you to narrow down and focus on one subject. I feel like that's very useful, especially for your focus. Continuing on the internet aspect, you can also get the latest updates in the field you want to go into. For example, for research, that might be the latest research projects or you know, student-led initiatives coming out. 
this is like kind of unrelated, but in high school I had um, an academic decathlon team, which is where we basically like study like 10 different subjects and we compete in a competition. And like all these, all the subjects like didn't relate just to STEM. It was like history, economics, science, math, and all that. And that just really helped me like find what I really enjoyed and like what, sub what subjects I didn't really like. So in my opinion, a really good way to just get involved and sort of figure out what you would like and dislike is to honestly just volunteer. Um, I started off by shelving books at a library, which is something super rudimentary, but it really got me into like the sectors of leadership because I did become a leader for a lot of um, prospective volunteers and it really just gave me that like initial perspective into um, helping others, which obviously is something I've come to enjoy. Um, and again, volunteering is really important and it's really desirable among a lot of um, higher institutions um, in the future. Um, however, you would probably want to use it as a segue rather than just like an overall passion just because there are so many different ways to get involved and from there you can sort of expand your interests and go do better and brighter things I feel like yeah not this... just oh, go ahead sorry okay. go ahead uh thank you um not just doing uh not just volunteering to develop your um leadership skills you could also join a sport i mean it's not really stem based but a, a sport like you can develop your athletic ability you can practice you can train and then you also got a team that you can work with you can cooperate with i am on the swim team at my high school and although it's not like very team based when you're in the water you do get you do get that team experience which i think is also really important to um to your interests because they help you develop who you want to be what you want to do i feel like narrowing down on a topic um definitely drawing inspiration from other people is something that you can definitely do. Uh, like previously mentioned, a sports team would be great because if you find someone with a similar interest as you, you can discuss topics within that interest and that may lead you to down a more specific path or more specific interest. And uh, in terms of InterSTEM, we do have a writing and blogging system, which I feel like is also another great way to explore a specific topic because if you'd want to write an article, you'd have to narrow down on a specific research topic or very narrow in terms of topic rather than writing about something very broad. So if your interests are within, uh, let's say physics or quantum physics and you, well, you can't write on the entire topic of quantum physics, there's just too much to cover. So you may write on one specific particle that you looked into. And so I feel like whether you're good at writing or not, writing about a specific passion you have can really help you narrow down the things you're interested in. Going back to that, writing can also like help you understand the topic. Like when you're explaining, for example, when you're explaining to like a four-year-old, like it forces you to use words that you otherwise wouldn't use, like specific like scientific terms, you can define it simply. And going back to team-based activities, I feel like there are definitely a lot of academic teams other than sports as well. And you can analyze previous seniors or like just other people, what they're doing to find like interested individuals that you could potentially work with in the future as well.
We talked about many extracurricular activities that students can do in their high school career, but what are some tips you guys have for students in high school or middle school in general? I did mention this before. Uh, personally, I'd just say if you don't have a set interest or topic that you want to explore further, then just try a lot of different things. Because if you look around, you'll see a lot of different opportunity, opportunities to try these different clubs and activities and extracurriculars. And I highly encourage anybody who hasn't tried one thing to go ahead and try that because it could potentially lead to another passion. And if you're already set on some kind of topic or passion, uh, I definitely say just keep pursuing that and see where it goes. And don't 100% dedicate yourself to it and convince yourself that you need to be in that topic or passion because it's not always that hard set for a lot of people. Yeah, my advice would be just try everything like your high school or middle school offers. I don't care if you think like you're too cool to like go into writing or like going going into STEM, like just do it, you know? I think that's like the really cool thing about like passion and like finding what you really enjoy, like the fact that you're able to explore so many different fields and really find out what you don't and, and do like. I think that's like really will help like a lot of high schoolers find their passion and like that they can pursue in college and like the, in their career. I mean, high school isn't necessarily the last place where you have to explore your passion, but it's definitely the last place where you can do so without consequences. Like for example, in college, you might have to like switch majors and like that might take a few years and like a lot of your time. So just join a few clubs if you don't really like it you can always quit. I mean, students aren't really like hate on you if you do so, because everyone's trying to figure out what they want to do. So it's totally understandable. Uh, another thing I would like to note is that your passion doesn't necessarily have to turn into your career. And I want to kind of expand on that in saying that it's true that some passions, it's not possible for it to expand into a career, um, or it's very difficult to do so. And I find that, uh, for example, if in terms of poetry, if you're really into poetry, it may be really difficult for you to find a career that's just poetry. So potentially think about doing another career, such as working in the medical business, because I really know someone who says that they have worked in the medical business and it's actually helped them with their poetry because they have something to write about. So it doesn't have to lead to your career, but it's still definitely something that you can hold on to and enjoy. And it's very important to have that in your life. Yeah, I think like you shouldn't really stress out about finding an interest. High school is supposed to be fun. Don't stress yourself out. It's an experience. You only get it for like four years and then you're done. So just um, enjoy it while it lasts. It's definitely super important in my opinion in high school to find that balance between work, family, friends, you know, fun, school. And it's really difficult, but for me, the biggest thing is just to take each day separately um, and do whatever is necessary. And from there, I think that you'll be able to kind of gauge a really good schedule for yourself to balance those challenging APs, go um, perform those volunteering hours, spend time with family, do homework, study, etc., in order to have um, a happy and healthy high school career. Yeah, to jump off of that, um, I, I'm still pretty early in my high school career, but I believe that you shouldn't spend your time sitting in your room, a shut-in, playing video games and whatever. You should go outside, you should do things, join a club, you should maybe get a part-time job. That's sort of fun. I've done it. 
you should hang out with friends. You should do things other than staying in your room, messing around on your phone, playing video games. And because there's so much more things out there than just what's in front of you on your screen. And by, because right now is the last, probably the last time you'll be ever be able to do this because in the future you have your job, you'll have your family. There's so many other things then that you should probably take it, take now and spend now. Like it's the last time you'll be able to do this because it probably is. I just want to interject that it's not to say that, uh, you can't find a passion and potentially something that is looked down societally, such as video games. It's just, I don't want a lot of people to decide that that is their only passion because they enjoy it, because it is supposed to be a form of entertainment. So definitely go out and try a lot of things before you decide to settle. And definitely do think about being realistic in terms of living with your passion, because if you can't make a career out of it, then you have to figure something else out so that you can support your passion while also supporting your career. Well, I think that about wraps up our discussion for today. Thank you all for tuning into the first episode of the Understand Podcast, and be sure to look out for new episodes soon.